Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass. Welcome into Commonwealth Conversations, everyday Minutemen stories brought to you by the Mass Collective. I'm your host, Nathan Strauss, and today's guest is none other than Matt Cross. Now, Matt, before we get to the questions, thank you for joining us. How is your mouth? How is your tooth doing? <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, it's, it's, it's been good. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't actually hurt too bad. A lot of people are always saying, like, does it, does it hurt? Does it kill? But it's... It, kind of feels the same it's just until you till you eat or or um you breathe in you feel that air right on the skin right there but um no it's been good did you realize that the tooth had been broken right away or was it something that you didn't even like figure out until you got back to the bench like at that next time out um i didn't i wouldn't say i knew right away but um when when uh Dave told me my mouth was bleeding, then then I kind of like moved my tongue around in there, and I, I felt I felt uh, the tooth was gone. So I think I think it took me a, a good little minute. Now, I, Frank uh, Martin earlier this year said that you would pretty much play through anything, like a natural disaster, a broken arm, a broken tooth. I don't think he was imagining that it would actually happen. But uh, where does this rank? Like, have you had anything else? Any any other crazy? I don't know, incidents like a, like with your body during the course of a game? Um, I guess, I guess another weird one would maybe be my sophomore year of college. Um, on my, on my uh, right hand, on my shooting hand, my, one of my fingers kind of got dislocated and went the other way in the first half. But, um, I think maybe that that might be a, about it in terms of like weird things like that. Well, Hopefully uh, the tooth will get fixed up as soon as possible. And uh, it was, it was awesome to see you get back out on the court, uh, you know, after that and play, play, you know, basically the entire rest of the game uh, with that. Uh, Let's check in on how your season's been going so far. 16 and a half points per game, eight and a half boards per game and over three rebounds per game as well. Walk me through what you think of, of the first half of the season for you personally. Um, it's been good. I mean, it's it's fun to play with this team this year. Um, we have a very competitive group and, um, you know, every, every practice is a battle. Um, they bring it every day. So it kind of forces you to forces you to come in um, and keeps you on your toes every day because um, as an older guy, you're supposed to bring it every day, but everyone has a bad day. So if I come and sleep in one time, um, one of the young guys have no problem 
punching me in the face to wake me up, um, which is, it's a breath of fresh air. It's good to see. And uh, it's, it's, it's been fun. I mean, it's been, it's been a good year for everybody. I think, um, you know, like from top to bottom, from oldest guy to the youngest guy, I think everybody's been having a good time, a fun, a fun time. And um, we think that we can truly go um, contend of, of winning this league this year, even, even though everybody wants to talk about how young we are. Frank earlier this year talked about how you and Josh practice against each other and sort of get better by working against each other. Obviously, sort of different builds. He's a little bit taller. You're a little bit smaller. But what is it like practicing against him? And what have you learned from playing both with him in games and also against him in practice? Yeah, no, I've learned a lot from Josh. It's been good. It's been good because um, me and Josh are, have a good relationship but we're also very different uh, personality wise. He, he brings a, a positive, um, a positive vibe and mindset um, to the court and to the team, um, which kind of keeps me grounded because um, when I get going and the blood gets going in the midst of the game, I can get, I can get, uh, I can get pretty uh, riled up. So, um, you know, it's good to have him, you know, there talk to me and stuff like that. And he's just different um, than a lot of bigs I've played with. Um, Nothing against him, but like, his, his game isn't above the rim and a lot of bigs I've played with are, uh, that's kind of where their games have been at. So it's been good to play with a big that's, um, very, very smart IQ wise and, um, knows where to be, um, when I have the ball and I, and I know where to be when he has the ball. So it's good to, uh, have that guy who just has a good feel for the game. Obviously UMass has done a great job this year with that, uh, you know, great non-conference now 10 and four going into the game, against LaSalle, do you have a favorite game that you have played in this year so far, either for yourself or in terms of what the team was able to do? Um, I would say maybe my favorite game all year. It sounds, it sounds weird because it was a loss, but in terms of competitive competitiveness and it just like, it felt like a good game. Like it felt like it was a hard fought hard-nosed game, even though a lot of shots weren't going down for probably both sides. Um, I liked the Harvard game. That was a fun game for me. Without a doubt. It was a it was a great game. Uh, ended up in, in overtime being one of the, the non-conference losses. But uh, I feel like this team, and this is something that Frank Martin has talked about a lot, the ability to sort of bounce back after a loss. And so far this year, there hasn't been more than one loss at us at a time, you know, you've bounced back with multiple wins. In fact, after every loss so far this year, what's the locker room like, you know, after a game like the Harvard game or a game like the Dayton game this last weekend? Um, I think the locker room every, every time, I mean, it's, it's similar to after a win. Um, this good, this group's good with not getting too high and not getting too low. We kind of go into um, every day with um, going into practice with the same intensity and um, just worried about the next game and focusing on the scouting report because as the, as the season goes, I mean, especially in conference play now, it's, it's much faster than non-conference. You don't have four or five days to, to scout and have a day or two to think about it. Um, you kind of – it's a quick turnaround. You have zero time to really think about the game that you just played. So um, I think that it really hasn't been a change in terms of when we lose and when we win. Um, we go into every, every practice and every day with the same intensity. But it's been good because – not even just from after a loss, but even after maybe a bad half, like the like the Dayton, um, they 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 turn around 
that quick um, with coming out in the second half and and not getting too down that we were down I think twelve or fifteen at one point. So I think it's um I think it's good to see and it, it's fun because no matter where you're at in the game, you know you don't have guys that quit, so you feel like you can come back at any moment. We got some questions from people on Twitter, and one of them was asking is from Harry asking how are you as a senior developing as a leader to lead this team night in and night out, especially with, as you talked about, you know, how young this team is. Do you feel like your leadership style has grown this year? Yeah, definitely. I've never been, um, I've never been a leader, vocal, a vocal leader, more of a, by my actions. So, um, I've definitely grown a lot this year in that role, being a guy who, um, you know, needs to get everybody, um, to calm down in the game when um, guys maybe get too sped up or, or too, too, uh, too much going on in their head, thinking about stuff and, and kind of just a big guy, like to kind of talk everything through on the court, like whether with the plays, what's coming, whether I see something, letting them know, like, so it's been, it's been a big year um, for me that way. Cause um, that's kind of a hard thing for me to adjust to uh, based on my personality, but it's been fun because these young guys uh, make it easy on me too. And and we have a bunch of guys that are really, really smart with the game. They might be young, but with the few games we've played, they've already adapted to college pretty quickly. So um, I, have, I have no problem um, with them telling me something too, if I miss in the game, they'd be like, Hey Matt, you got to let me through that screen. Like when this guy comes, like, so it's a good group and we all, we all are allowed to coach each other without anyone getting too, uh, too butthurt about it. It seems like the bench is really, really engaged. And it seems like there's a lot of, I guess, shared happiness, shared joy amongst, you know, the guys who are both in the game, but also the guys who are, you know, next up on the sideline. Do you feel that energy during the game? And how would you rate, I guess, the vibes right now, um, uh, uh, the connectedness of the team as far as, you know, supporting as the game goes on? Yeah, no, I mean, I think we're a really connected group. And I think it all stems from, just practice. I mean, if you went to one of our practices, you would have no idea. You'd have been, you'd be like, these two guys must hate each other with how hard they're going at each other. Like he must, he must just want to make him look bad or something. But that's just the competitiveness of the group. Because as soon as we're off the court, it's it's everybody's laughing in the locker room, and um, and it's like it never happened. I think I think that just shows with how hard each guy's battling against each other. When you see him, when you see uh, him be successful on the court you're just happy for him because you like you see the grind that he puts in in practice and and you know how hard uh he goes against you so i think it's uh it all just stems from the competitiveness of this group speaking of competitiveness a question from sam taylor besides yourself who is the toughest player to guard in the a10 <laughs> um i'm gonna have to say, it's gotta be someone on our team i'm gonna say i'm gonna say josh I'm going to say Josh. I'm going to say Josh because, you know, Josh is different than, um, like I said before, than what a lot of uh, people see. Usually the guys that the bigs that aren't super springy are more using their strength. Um, and Josh is crafty. Josh is a crafty big. And when you when you go against crafty big as another big man, that's hard to go against because you either like to jump at everything or you're maybe not as you're a little more clumsy or something like that. So, when Josh starts getting in his rhythm and and he get and he uses his his fakes and his footwork, it's it's tough to guard. It's tough to uh, it's tough to like keep track with. Yeah, he's like an old school. He's almost like a stretch five, like a like a like a Mikan kind of center who 
Uh, it doesn't really exist that often in today's game. It's really fun to watch. And I think it it sort of almost maybe created a little bit more of an opportunity for you, you know, on the wing down low as well. And someone asked, um, you know, I remember seeing someone asked, let's see, who was this? Mark asks, I remember seeing somewhere that at your previous spots, the staffs wanted to use you as more of a shooter. How has the process been elevating every other part of your game and the belief this UMass staff has had in you being able to be more well-rounded? Yeah, no, it's it, that that is true. I, definitely at my other spots, that was kind of more the role they wanted me to play in, and it's been fun. Um, it's been fun adap um, adapting to the way Frank has me over here, and it was it was a big reason why I wanted to come here. Uh, the vision Frank saw, he was like, "You can shoot it well, but I feel like there's more to your game than just that." And um, you know, it, everyone always thinks they can do more, um, but, but it's tough to find out until you're on the court when you're in a new role, if you could actually do it. And with the help of the staff, um, you know, training me to be better in that position, it's been fun. I mean, last year um, was kind of the start of that and it was good, but I was kind of raw in that position for a while of doing that. So, so it's been another year under my belt and everything just feels a lot more comfortable. It's been fun. I mean, I like I my favorite part of my game is just the contact down low of, of rebounding. So I'm not really much of a care of like I need to score and need to shoot the ball. So it's been fun being able to get down low more and, and actually hit people instead of uh, go around the arc all day. I, I, I like I enjoy a little bit of contact. How did you figure that out? Like, was that a, a feeling that you discovered during a game or has it always been like, has that contact always been, you know, part of what you enjoy the most? Yeah, I think it's always been there, um, you know, because football football has always been my favorite sport. Um, and then I got hurt in high school with that. So I, I, I stopped playing it. But that was kind of like how I played in high school, too. But I think out of high school, I was shooting it so well that a lot of coaches saw that as being my my uh, my weapon and my role um, that they saw for me. But um, it was good to to finally get that feeling back and, um, you know, do it at the college level and. You know, all I can do is thank Frank and the staff for um, seeing that and allowing me and developing me to do that. You know, you're also a plus defender. I want to know if you, Matt Cross, had to guard yourself, who comes out on top? Like, does the defensive Matt Cross win or, or like if you're playing, you know, a game to 11? Um. That's a tough one. Yeah, I'd probably give it to the to the defender Matt Cross for sure because you know there's only so much there's only so much the the, off the offensive guy is going to be allowed to do. And I know defense Matt eventually at some point if he gets too many baskets on him he's gonna he's gonna get mad. He might get physical or or something like that. So I don't know if the defender would win or if they both end up just on the ground maybe hurting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you'd like that too, based on what you just said about the contact. So. Um, speaking of one-on-one, -on -one, we got a question from Greg who said, your brother, Nick is a great hoop player. Also who would win in a one-on-one? -on -one? <laughs> um, I'm going to say me. Um, I'm always going to say me. I'll never, I'll never admit that, but he, I will say he can't shoot it. He's a, he, he, he's got me in shooting for sure. But if I take away his shooting, I think I got him, but he can, he can shoot it at a very high level. Did you guys play a lot against each other, like in the driveway growing up? Yeah, we definitely used to always play. Um, me, him, and even my dad would would get involved. But 
Um, no, we would play all the time and and in the driveway, you know how the driveway is. There's no fouls. There's there's none of that. So it used to get it, it would get chippy sometimes, but he was five years older than me, so you know it helps. Without a doubt, probably made you more competitive. Um, exactly. I, you're right about the fouls, though. I think it would take like a broken leg to 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 give a <laughs> foul in a in a in a driveway pickup game. We got an exactly. interesting question. We got an interesting question from Michael Federer, who runs UMassHoops.com, and he said. You said before that you wear number 33 as a tribute to Larry Bird. Bird has a quote, it makes me sick when I see a guy just watching a loose ball go out of bounds. You seem to play with a similar fire that he had that you just want it more than your opponent. What motivates you? Is there anything specific that you do or is that fire just part of who you are? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, I, I he is my favorite player of all time. I watch his highlights all the time. And, um, you know, I just like that, that is the type of players I like. So I like to, um, imitate that. Um, cause I think that's a, a good style of brand basketball that I like, but I also think it's just in me from my family. Um, you know, it's kind of the, how I got raised with my mom, my dad and my brother and my sister, you know, nothing, nothing was, was easy. Nothing was given. So if I was to beat, if I was to beat my brother or my dad or and and any of them or in anything, it was earned because they they wouldn't give it to me just because I was younger to make me feel good. It, whether it was a video game, my brother would beat me a hundred times and tell me to get better. Or if it was on the court because he was so much older and stronger, they would just push me around and and tell me to figure it out. So I think it definitely is just instilled in me. But um, you know, I for anyone, even if it's not your natural instinct, I I. I I agree with Larry and I just, I don't understand how when you are in the game, no matter if you're a physical guy or not, how you can watch a ball go out of bounds. Cause a lot of these games in college come down to one possession. So it might not like seem like anything in the game. Everyone might say, Oh, if that guy hit that shot, they hit free throws. But to me, those are uncontrollable. What you can control is the one possession that we lost that we, that we didn't get. Cause some guy to just watch the ball go out of bounds. It sounds a little bit like what Don Brown says about, you know, solve your problems with aggression. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> we got a question from uh we got a question from Dick who said cheese sauce mayo on your junior and the onion rings at Nick's roast beef in parentheses Matt will know. Yeah, no, exactly. That that's that's the exact order. He knows. That's the exact order. Everyone knows that that's from the North Shore area. When you go to Nick's roast beef, there's only one. There's only one thing you can get on your junior roast beef, and that's he has it. He has a spot on cheese sauce, mayo, and onion rings. I'm gonna have to Absolutely. try that. I'm gonna have to try that because it's been a long time since I've had a good North Shore roast beef. What What is your pregame meal? Do you have the same thing every time, or do you switch it up? Um, I actually do have the same thing at the time. Out, outside of our pregame meal as a team, um, I usually like to come back to my room, take a nap, and then. I'm I I'm pretty simple. I just have a bowl of cereal. I'm a big cereal guy, so you know I I'll I'll kill like a a bowl or two uh, before I head out to the gym. What cereal? Fruity Pebbles. That's my go-to. Really? Damn, that <laughs> yeah. was that was going to be so far down my list of guesses for you, but hey, <laughs> clearly it's been working. So keep going. Um, <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. That's like Saturday morning waking up to watch cartoons. As a kid. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I miss that. I miss <laughs> that. Uh, Pat had an idea. Um, actually, before we get to this, I'll ask you the the last sort of serious one, which is 
what would be your elevator pitch for why people should join the collective and support the team by both giving to the collective, coming to games and the events? What does it mean to you as a player? You know, it means a lot, especially being from um, being from Massachusetts. I think that the pitch would just be, um, you know, if you want if you want a good team or you want to see the team do well um, in years coming up or, pr- or presently, you got to, uh, you know, the, it, the times have changed and you got to, um, you know, just like we have to put in the work to win games, to, to want the fans to to be there and, and um, be a part of the collective. The, um, you know they gotta they gotta help us and and when we start to win games do their part and and get some guys in here um so we can make this thing rolling and keep it going and, and get some guys um some like uh, some love you know what i'm saying so it's 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 like it's a tough thing because it's it's different so a lot of fans that are you know older that know that have been watching forever they they don't know about um the new the newer stuff that's going on so it's it's a tough um it's a tough thing but i feel like it's been getting better and better the fans have been showing nothing but love and um you know i feel like the stadiums this year the games have been more packed already than they have been at all last year so you know it takes time it takes on our part to win games and i feel like we're we're slowly doing that we're doing our part and i hope uh everybody is having fun watching us and um you know i think that the collective um, have really been showing the whole team love, you know, um, setting up events at, at the spoke, um, getting guys to, to meet everybody, meet people, meet new people in the, in the community. And, um, you know, we have, we have guys like Josh Cohen who are, um, great with the community who have, who have been doing their part as players too. Like, you know, he's, he's such a social guy and given to the community that, um, you know, he's, he's put a lot of that weight, um, for the team on his back with that um, because he's, he's really good with that stuff. So I think it's a, 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 it's like a, it's like a marriage. It's got to go both ways. And I think it's, I think it's slowly happening and I think it's, it can only get better. And I think uh, we're going to have a good run here. And especially under Frank, Frank's the, Frank's the leader for us. And he's, he's the one running this ship. And I think it's going to be exciting going forward. And it all starts tonight. We're going to put this out. Today or tonight, the gate, the the day of the LaSalle game at the Mullen Center at seven. Then at URI for people who are in the the Boston, Massachusetts area, uh, that game is at uh, the Ryan Center at two o'clock on Saturday. And then you know after the Loyola game the next week, a really crucial stretch at home. You've got a home game on a Saturday against GW who are flying high, and then a home game on Tuesday uh, against St. Joe's. Definitely be sure to come out for those games. We want to wrap things up by trying something called a lightning round, where I'm going to ask you about uh, one of your teammates, and I want you to give me the first word that comes to mind. And we'll start off, we'll start off with Frank Martin. Loyal. 100%. Jaden Jingay. Uh, passion. What about uh, Rasul? For soul, there's so many words that come to mind. Um, you can do three I'm or four. Say, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'm gonna say goofy, um, shooter, gym rat. I guess that's two. I guess that counts as two. So I'll use those. What about uh, Rob Davis Jr.? Oh, Rob's Rob Rob's hilarious. I'm gonna say hilarious. 
Now, someone who I think the the crowd loves when he gets into games. Uh, what about Matuk? Actually, I don't, I don't want to, oh. I don't want to stop you, but I got one for Rob. I, I, I don't know why this didn't come to mind. Everyone will agree with me. I'm gonna say fashion. We've got, yeah, that that makes sense. I know he's got his own his own clothing line, and uh, he's always got the drip. I saw him at the women's game the other day, and he's he's got much better style than me. So, yeah, Rob's uh, wore clothes I've never even seen before. Rob's got the fashion <laughs> for sure. Uh, someone who everyone seems to love when when he gets into the game. Uh, how would what, what would be your word about uh, Matuk? Matuk, I'm gonna say he might. I'm gonna say goofy. He might be the goofiest guy in the team. Jalen Curry. Jalen Curry. I'm gonna say competitive. Very Keon. competitive. Oh, sorry, uh, Keon. Keon. Hmm. Keon. Keon. Keon's like me. I, I got to come up with a good one for Keon. Keon. What is the first thing that comes to mind with Keon? Well, he's jacked for one. I know. I was about to say strong. <laughs> but what a lot of people don't know about Keon is everyone always sees him serious, but he's 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 the opposite behind the scenes. Keon. Me and Keon always have our our conversations about Star Wars and stuff. So I'm going to say Keon's tough. I'm, I'm going to go with strong. I got to come back to Keon. I got to come up with a good one for Keon. Which teammate would you uh, most trust on the Ox if you were on like a bus ride or something? <laughs> That's a tough one. I'm going to say Ryan Marcus. Respect that. Ryan Marcus for sure. And who's the best? Who's the best dancer? Best dancer? Mm, I'm going to say it's a three-way tie. I'm going to say Jaden, Rob, and Jalen. They were arguing about that the other day, and it's the same. I've heard them argue about this over the last uh, couple of, <laughs> of months, and uh, it, it's nice to know that there's still no concrete answer between the three of them. <laughs> it's hard to say not Jaden or Rob because I mean they do it in their their intros like they do it in the handshake intro so but Jalen pulls it out less but when he pulls it out he he can dance. Is there a road trip in the A10 that you really enjoy like a city or an arena that you really enjoy playing in? Um, that was my first time at Dayton, but I have to say that was probably. Um, by far, my experience, the best the best atmosphere in the league. That was fun to play at. Yeah, I feel like you're the kind of guy who uh, really loves when the crowd is, like, right up on you. It, I, do you get motivated by, you know, having a, a, an angry crowd, a crowd that's, you know, really kind of getting on you a bit? Yeah, no, I think that's the best feeling. I, I love an away crowd. I mean, you know, some they they some people get upset whatever like they say crazy stuff they get personal but i think that's the best part like i think the more personal they get the more like the more you want to like really get after it well matt we'll let you go uh is there anything else that you want to shout out before we uh we say goodbye and good luck against LaSalle? um i think that's it but i just wanted to say thank you for everybody who's been um who's been paying attention to us and everybody who's been supporting and supporting the collective and everybody who's been popping out to the games without a doubt. Well, 
This has been Commonwealth Conversations. Thank you so much, Matt, for hopping on in the middle of the season. And I uh, hope everyone shows up to this game, to the games coming up. Uh, and as always, go you Mass. Brought to you by the Mass Collective. Join the collective today. Come to the events. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass.